holidays. Welcome to Night City. Welcome to Night City and happy holidays. Happy, happy. Um, it is it's Sunday, December 13th. Yes, Sunday the 13th. For those of you who celebrate, happy Hanukkah. Happy, yes. And is for it those the of you who do not. night or the first night? I think it's the second, second night. night of Hanukkah. I thought the first night was. I, I, I don't know. I, know. I know Hanukkah has started. I didn't remember if it was today or yesterday. And for those of you who don't celebrate Hanukkah, fuck off. Yeah. You gotta right. wait at least another. I mean, we don't either, but week. we feel really passionately about it. And if you don't celebrate Christmas or Hanukkah, well, happy we, holidays anyways. You gotta get into the cheer. What am I gonna do? Just like do? last week, we're plugging hard again, on the Old Testament again. Yeah. I, I mean, the, I, um, I have not really met, I mean, maybe it's just because, you know, we're in New York, so it's really East Coast, and New York is dominated by Christmas anyway, mm-hmm. but, uh, I really haven't met somebody who didn't celebrate the holidays in some shape or form. Well, I mean, New York is a lot of Catholic and Jewish folks. Of course, that's what I mean. Yeah. But I, I've just never met, in my life, I mean, I really haven't encountered anyone who really is just not celebrating, celebrating any holiday something. of any kind. We're all... Yeah, celebrating something. All I always think that the... Uh, I think, in itself, Christmas or just the holiday season is something to just kind of take part in, no matter well, what. Because you know, everybody's in good spirits. I'll, you have some good food, you go do something with friends or family, even though you can't really do that this year, and, uh, you know, you make something out well, of it. Well, I mean, a lot of, uh, religions, whether this be to keep up with, like, the pagans celebrating Yuletide and stuff, like, moved stuff to this time of year for that reason, um, and a lot of that people, like, attribute some of that to the typical, like, bitter coldness of, no, basically, no matter where you are, of the winter months, that it was, like, almost this mentality thing of, like, we kind of need to actually have something to like lift our spirits during this time of year otherwise it'll just be cold and miserable and sad yeah exactly and nobody wants that no so uh here we are i am uh your favorite uh shady merc rich meister here with the the best fixer in the biz he's punching deck he's jacking in you're eric ortiz i think the fixer lifestyle is a thanks thankless one but it's very tough mm-hmm. yet very rewarding you're setting up jobs all day you know getting getting contacts yeah. ready that's tough work i'm fixing yeah i've always wondered what it would be like to actually be a professional fixer quote unquote i mean i know that that never ends well yeah no you know i, I know it's all it's like watching a mob movie it never really ends well you know something it's a little, uh, it's a little tempting, you know, getting into the, the life of getting being into, a fixer. It, it'd be cool to be the guy arranging. People up. always just call you and they say, hey, you gotta knock this guy's teeth in. And you're thinking, well, duh, fuck, I gotta finish my coffee, but all right. And then you gotta go do, go to and work. And I guess, you know, part of you is like, you know, it would be cool to be the guy arranging the heist. Like when, when yeah, they're like, it? you know, how we get, how we getting in, in through the lobby and be like, I got a guy. Yeah. Or just, uh, scout it out yourself. You just go in on your off day. Mm-hmm. Walk in, just make sure you get all the can. You come in knowing how many security cameras there are, what the shifts are for the security guards, uh, which one's the laziest, which one's the most alert. Yeah. Uh, how often the cops go on patrol every time on the block. Seeing who can be bought. Yeah, who can be bought, and then of course something always goes wrong. Naturally. But that's why you gotta adjust. But I'm not here to talk about fixing. Well, actually, we could, it could be. be because. Because. Uh, Cyberpunk released, and it's very buggy, yeah. and it is in desperate need of it fixing. It needs a fixer. 
and it needs a fixer of its and, own and I, I i wouldn't even know where to direct him i gotta be it, honest or it her. Needs a fixer and i ain't talking about your old boy dexter deshaun the yeah. in my opinion schmuckiest fixer in night city uh i've been playing the pc version of cyberpunk 2077 you've been playing for about 10 hours yeah huh? about 10 hours in i am past the the first act um well, rich you tell me on a scale of one to ten how buggy is this? It's pretty fucking buggy, man. What are we um, looking at here? I haven't encountered anything game-breaking. Sometimes, like, wacky shit will happen. I, I was just telling you, actually, like, early on, I was getting a lot of crashes, but I verified my files, and that seems to have fixed that stuff. And You get T-poses yet? Uh, no T-poses. No, I haven't had anything like that. Uh, you did get the dick out of the pants bug, though. Yes, on day one, and now that that is gone. Um... That's one of my favorite. That has to be my favorite bug. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty funny. Seems to only happen if you pick the dig, the dig old bick, um, uh. which I yeah I agree was funny as fuck, um, but nothing since like that has really impeded me playing, besides those uh, those crashing issues that I found a quick fix for. It's like pretty standard normal Bethesda jank. Um, in fact, the problems I have with this game are outside of that. <laughs> yeah, was, I, my, my follow-up to that was going to be, okay, bugs aside, because whatever. Uh, how is the actual game? It's not bad by any standard. I just have some fucking things that I hope they fix, and CD Projekt Red does have a track record of fixing shit when their games are in a, a, in a rather unenjoyable state. I, I would certainly hope so. Um, yeah. I think the UI is just bad. Yeah? Uh, it's. Oh, well, I've, seen, I've seen pictures of it, too. I think it's just crowded. It's a, it's a, I think it suffers from just being too well, crowded. Well, it's not even just that. One, it's a very crowded inventory in a way that, like, I'm like, I don't even know what half this shit does. Um, there's, like, weird confirmation stuff, like, tracking your quest requires you to go through, like, three different menus in any other game like you hit i and you go to inventory in this you hit i and then you go to the screen before inventory and you have to select it um when you're tracking a quest you need, clicking on a quest doesn't track it for you it brings up like a subheader for it where you have to go in and then confirm and then track it again like it, it just feels like everything has an extra step it doesn't need i my job in the re indo real world um it actually involves like learning and training and all that and uh the number one golden rule is if you need two clicks or two steps to go to do something that could only take one you're doing something wrong you're just gonna have half your audience just drop off yeah no it, it <laughs> and they just become barely disgruntled about that, it that makes sense because it just feels counterintuitive right it's just, it's just not a good ui it's not a good user experience to do that and any added step just sucks so I'm actually, I didn't even know you had to press I and then go somewhere else. I thought it was just press it, I and you go to the inventory, which I thought just looked a little whack in general. It, it's but so weird. Um, that's kind of odd. The Witcher doesn't even do that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff here where I'm like, well, the Witcher did this better. Um, like, if you hit which if is you odd. hit map, you hit M uh, to go to the map, and then you can't hit M to get out of the map because it brings you to a different version of the map. Oh, it just gives you, like, another yeah. layer of view of it? That's dumb. Uh, <laughs> my stupid. other thing I really don't like, this has gotten better uh, after about the first four hours when I got a motorcycle. I think driving Ooh. is bad. Yeah, I got I, I already 
had a feeling. Actually, I had a pretty damn good sense that that would be bad, just from watching all the footage Which of it. Which sucks, because it's cool. Like, once you have a motorcycle, you get a motorcycle after Act 1. Um, I don't mind... Get that Class M license. I don't mind driving that. Uh, like, that, that seems to handle fine, and that's how I get around the city now. Because typically, when I'm in a car... One, I would say immediately swap it to third person, but I'm not a fan of first person driving ever. Um, yeah. It just, yeah. you don't have the same peripherals you would if it were like a VR thing or whatever. It just doesn't work. Um, At least not with that, but not like, with that interface. No. Maybe there, I'll find cars that are better, but the car you start with like handles like shit. Uh, it has no <laughs> stopping power. I was hitting things all the time. Maybe you're just a bad driver, bro. No, I- I've checked with other people who seem to be like, yeah, no, you're right. It's bad. Um, I mean, I, I think it's astounding how driving controls in a game like this could be terrible when you literally have models, say, like in Grand Theft Auto or something, that can just be well, that's just it. looked at. Not, this feels like not an implemented old exactly. Grand Theft Auto game when you're driving. Ugh, that's so bad. That's so fucking bad. Um, the rest of it, like, uh, the world is fucking popping. Like, I, I love moving around Night City and checking it out. Um, oh, it's hot? It's hot, baby. It's hot and nice um, city. And I'm liking the story. The, the most cyberpunk feeling thing is when I'm changing my uh, equipment so often, everything uh. feels so mismatched and I look so stupid, and that's the most cyberpunk thing of all. Um, I was going to say, that's probably after the fun. It's looking like an absolute asshole. It, it almost mm. makes me wish there was a third person in this, because um, there only is for driving. Uh, the, the story beats are keeping me in pretty good. I'm enjoying them. The side content feels like weirdly. I expected more of the caliber of The Witcher, and none of the side content has really hit that for me yet. Uh, yeah, but the, I mean, we kind of drew an inkling to that too, because typically when you have a game where you can just run that play clock and go easily like two hundred hours of just doing things, but you, they're not all going to be winners. I'm the sure. Witcher did that, and they all mostly were winners. That's you know what I mean. In some way, some were enjoyable. I mean, I'm not... Well, what are you talking okay, about? Three? Well, yeah, three. Because I was going to say, you know, I played I played through all the Witchers, and I, there were absolutely just some side yes. quests that I could but give a fuck here's about. The thing. They were just terrible. Like, when I think of the Witcher 3, I think of, like, the Bloody Baron stuff, and, like, how enjoyable yeah. a lot of that was. The, they, they, have, they have a lot of high notes and in Witcher I saying. haven't really found any of those notes yet. Like, there's a few that have been a little more enjoyable that involve some characters I was already familiar with. But a lot of mm-hmm. them are just people you've never seen before calling you and being like, you're V, right? And being like, I need you to go do this thing for me. I need, you, Or I'm offering to buy you a car. And part of my suspicion here is we know that multiplayer is coming. I think mm-hmm. the multiplayer is going to be like an MMO, like Red Dead Online type thing. And then mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff is written to be like plug and play, uh, dropping new like new fixers in and stuff like that. Um, because, you know, you have all these gang territory control, but so far not, not an insane amount of it has felt like that impactful. Like there's, there's bits of like, oh, Maelstrom's not going to be cool with you doing this, but like, I don't fucking care. Uh, <laughs> like, and you, you, there's no like noticeable rep meter or anything to make me think that this is going to be impactful in a way that's going to matter. That's usually just another common problem that a lot of games like these have, which, well, when they're running it with strong narratives. If you can't really feel the impact of any of your shit, then I don't care. Yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm just going to do it. Fallout, actually, the one that did this to the utmost extreme was New yeah. Vegas, beca- in my opinion, because 
New Vegas, you could literally, I don't know, steal a can of beans from somebody, and there's going to be some well, faction. The that faction stuff in New Vegas is great. It's funny you mentioned New Vegas. There's a very New Vegas uh, moment in this game. Um, oh yeah, what is it? Uh, it's I don't want to spoil oh, spoiler it. Spoiler territory. Right before, All right, don't it's right that. before the title card drops, like seven hours in. Um, oh crap! Great, um, wait, what? Great title card in this game, by the way. Great title card placement. It is a late title card, and I actually was like, "That was fucking great." When it happened, I uh, I saw a video that this guy took. It was at the title card placement, yeah. and his entire system just crashed. Uh, <laughs> like when it showed the title, uh, when it said CD Project represents, it just completely bricked his system. Um, which I thought was pretty so, funny. So, yeah, but that's about seven. Yeah, I mean, when it comes to narrative, though, I don't know. I think that if you're not going to really give me a rep system in it, it or at least one that's it, it feels weird that well fleshed out, it feels weird then that I'm one. not going to give it too much thought. I, ag- I agree, and it feels weird that there isn't one here. Um, and I kind of hate... I, I don't like that either, just because in this game specifically, too, you, you have three different factions, right, that you can play through? Uh, three, or at the, least three different three, classifications of people. Three different backgrounds. So there's three, three backgrounds, different starting yeah. so, areas. I don't know. It, it, none none of them me, are gang it all ties with the though. sense of purpose. Like, none of them are... Where if you're picking one background, for example, you probably shouldn't be doing XYZ, but if you don't have a system to kind of support that, it's more of just kind of a fluff background just to have. That's and, fair. That's kind of whack. But I don't like the, that. The backgrounds are... Not really so much like gang ties or anything like that, because the three backgrounds are Nomad, Street Kid, and Corpo. Um, street I went with Street, I went with street Kid. Oh, Kid of the Streets. Yes. Uh, which they just kind of like change your quick background of how you got there. The intro is like, in the case of the Street Kid, you're returning to Night City. Um, I go through this whole shit. And then weirdly they montage like six months ahead. Because mm. you, and I, I guess your background changes how you meet this character, but it all sort of lines up to you meeting a character named Jackie Wells, and then it decides it needs to skip the whole like we're becoming friends bit of the story, and jump mm. six months ahead to like your partners. You've been working together for a while. You, you guys are you know best buddies. Um, I think Jackie's one of the stronger characters. Jackie Wells I really liked. Uh, your Ripper Doc Vic is a real cool dude. Uh, he just gave me some gorilla arms. Oh, he's a nice guy. Uh, one of your early side missions is like payback Vic because he sells you some new eyes on credit. Everybody go payback oh. Vic. He's a good guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you, you kind of breeze through. The thing is, those first seven hours felt weird to me almost because mm. without spoilers, it it all leads up to a heist, and the way that heist goes ends up being the setup for how the rest of the game is going to go, and mm-hmm. it leads to the thing that makes you quote unquote special in this world. Be- uh, because see. before that, it felt like a, well, if everything is special, nothing is special. Like, yeah. I have all these cybernetic enhancements, but like, yeah, so does everybody else. True. Um, and then... Because you're just in the world itself and just passing by, if anything. You, you get this sort of, uh, this setup for the, okay, this is the thing that makes you unique, and it also introduces Keanu's character into the story. Johnny Silverhand. Johnny Silverhand is the other most significant character in the story. It's hard to talk about with him without spoiling, like bringing spoilers into his role. Because the thing people who know the lore of the universe will know, this game's set in 2077. Uh, Johnny Silverham was a big deal like 60 years ago. In the tabletop game, was he yes. also an equally big yes. deal? Okay. He, and what was that? How? What was that? Uh, what year was that for the table? 2020. 
2020. Okay, so about 57 years later. Uh, yeah. So you actually play a flashback sequence as Johnny Silverhand in 2023. Um, and I actually that takes about 30 minutes. And when I finished that, I uh, was talking to a friend of mine. And I was like, I want that game. Like that part was really cool. And then they did just go. All right, we're going back. We're going back to. Uh, I also think part of that was like Not they make great. you feel powerless. Shit. Like you just have a pistol and you're shooting dudes and their heads explode. Like, it's meant to show you, like, Johnny Silverham was this rock star and this terrorist, and he was a badass. He doesn't fuck around. He's a real badass yeah. who has no tolerance. Um, I like it. But uh, they, they, there's some really neat shit uh, with that that is, again, cyberpunk tropes. The, the mm-hmm. thing I'm more concerned about, and this is going to be a big impact uh, for how I like the story as a whole going forward, is I've yet to see a representation of cyberspace. Uh, that's a good point. And the thing is, it's hard to quantify, but feels like it needs to be quantified. In the tabletop game, cyberspace is left deliberately vague in a sense of, like, it's up to the DM. Uh, Mm -hmm. where, like, people would change the game in it. Like, people have run games where when you jack into cyberspace, suddenly you're playing D&D. Right, but in this one, you're actually having a narrative so you, built around the game. You need to decide what... You only get yeah, what you're given. You need to decide what cyberspace is or not involving it. And if you're not involving it, that feels a little weird to me. Like, I want to jack in, you know? I want to punch down. Well, yeah, it almost feels like you're taking a big part of the lore in the world away from uh-huh. you. It's a whole big... It's like if, uh... <laughs> jack in with Mega Man. But, uh... Yeah. It, it just it sounds like it just takes a big narrative component away, and it's just this ambiguous thing that you just hear about without seeing it, and that kind of And sucks. everybody does have that auxiliary cable in their left wrist to jack in. Oh, yeah, in. jack yeah. in? Like, I've jacked it's into like... systems to hack them and stuff, like, alright, jack it in. <laughs> Great. I've heard people say jack in a lot. I mean, why not? It's the lingo. But, overall... I'm enjoying it. I mean, from what I've seen, because I was going to wait at least a month or two for some of the things to be ironed out i don't want i would advise i that. just didn't want to pay money to have it be a buggy fucking yeah. mess um not saying i know that there are a lot of people too that i've actually read who have not encountered any of it but the from what i've seen the ones that do encounter it it's pretty it's egregious when, like, i don't want to it seems like when it happens it's bad um yeah like it just cra- it crashes either the systems or it just shuts down on PC, I was hearing if you even tab out of the game, it'll just close it. After I verified my some missions will break. It's just frustrating. After I verified my files, I had nothing like that. I was having that like tab out and it crashes. But even just to to like, I kind of wanted to test what would happen. Like I ran to the store earlier and I just let it run while I was gone. Just, just to see, to see if it would and it was break. still fine when I got back and I played it for another two hours. It's just I don't know. I, I'm of the mind where okay. Like, if it's a buggy mess right now, fine. Like, I remember even any Bethesda game that I've ever played. You know, I've had to deal with those. Even with Ubisoft and their Assassin's Creed games, they're well known for just being buggy messes sometimes. But, I don't know. This one seems pretty egregious, especially with the current gen. uh, With the PS4 and the Xbox Ones. From what I've seen there, especially, it's pretty... It looks like crap. It really You know, it's a shame that... uh, Which is a shame. I have some really, uh, very specific to me, two disappointments with the narrative. There's so so many gangs in cyberpunk lore of, like, you Mm. know, this, you know, the tabletop game world. The two funniest and best ones, in my opinion, are not in this game at all, as far as I can tell. Unless maybe they're in for, from an Easter egg, but it's probably going to be the Um, most that you'd probably see. So in the tabletop game, uh, gangs are split up into, like, classifications. 
Like, you have the mm-hmm. Maelstrom, which are a Chromer gang. Like, they mod themselves to high hell. Um, in the tabletop game, there's a classification of gang called Poser Gangs uh, that Ooh. revolve around, like, specific plastic surgeries. And there's a gang called the Kennedys that all look like JFK. Oh, you told me yeah. about this. And I remember not you told there, me about and this. Mad. Um, and then my other favorite one was a gang of cyber goths called the Philharmonic Vampires, and they are... I always wonder if uh, Bethesda looked at those. I, I'm not sure... CD Projekt Red, you mean? Which... No, 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 no. I mean, um, I'm not sure... Oh, for Fallout gang If stuff? Fallout came out first before Cyberpunk? Cyberpunk was in the 80s. Okay, so it did. I always wonder if Bethesda ever just looked at those. I would bet. As, like, inspiration sometimes, and, uh, they used them... To also influence their post-apocalyptic gangs that are just absolutely oh, ridiculous, I think so. because they clearly drew inspiration from a lot of different things in that capacity. But like um, ton- even snakes. say like the JFK impersonators, for example, it's like when they had the Elvis impersonators. Yeah, in uh, um, in New Vegas. On in New strip. Vegas, uh, it's almost as if you you're just looking at it and you're like, yeah, it's definitely just taken out of nostalgia and also just as a little Easter egg. Yeah, totally. It's funny. I, lo- I love that kind of crap. But if that's not in there, or at least if that kind of zaniness ain't in there, that's kind of a bummer. Like, I didn't want it. I, you don't want all of it to be serious all the time. No, that's just it. And I think there is a fair share of, like, wacky stuff. Um, like, I, I I did, like, a, a weird uh, side quest where... Uh, that, that almost made me a bummer. And this slight spoiler for an early side quest. Because I was <sighs> talking to somebody who played the same side quest as me, and it went very differently. Um, mm-hmm. Theirs went in a way that was like... I was like, well, that's just depressing. Um, what are your neighbors early on when you're leaving your apartment... There's two cops banging on his door, and he's, like, telling them to fuck off. So I went and talked to the cops, and they're like, oh, he's one of our partners. Uh, His partner got killed recently, and, like, he hasn't left his apartment since. He's been depressed. We came to check on him, but he won't fucking talk to us. Uh, So I'm like, oh, I know that guy. You know, I'll try and talk to him for you. Like, uh, I'll see if I can calm him down. No problem. So I bang on the door. He doesn't answer, and the quest changes to, like, check on Barry in a few hours. So I come back. And I start talking to the guy, and I kind of, like, perk him up a little bit. And now the next part for me is to check in on him in a few hours again. But I, uh, uh, Shay Layton over at Swordchomp was telling me he went a totally different way with it. He could not, he waited too long, I guess, to talk to the guy. And he went back to his apartment later, and the guy had killed himself. Ah, shit. And I was like, oh, jeez. That's pretty crazy. How can I actually... That's cool, though. Not the killing, of course. Yeah, no, I mean, it seems like some of this stuff is operating... The variation as to how the internal clock. it can yeah. change. Like, yeah. the world is playing out whether you're engaging with it or not on certain things. Yeah, and they're changing. giving you a sense of time in the world. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty cool. Like, that, that, those are little things that I like that are peppered in there where you're thinking, oh, shit, my decisions do matter in some way. Yeah, even like, if I like small that. Scale. That's a good narrative structure. It's just... When you see that for the overall game, though, you probably don't see that too often, I would wonder. And you definitely don't, don't see that in the story, because I think, like... Well, no, you know, not people, but, you know, where your decisions have blatant consequences for things where you're thinking, oh, okay. It's one of those things where... Like, I gotta really make sure I'm on my toes Yeah, here. like, the story can't... Like, my last story mission was, like, meet Takamura at the diner, and I've left him there for, like, three days. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's like, some of it's cool, others... Yeah, I mean, you can't be perfect all the time, but... No, of course not. It's just a bummer, because you have, like, a really good initial experience, maybe, to give you a nice expectation, but then you realize, oh, it's kind of not like that, in a lot of cases. Yeah, totally. Um, I was I was reading that, 
Yeah, other than the bugs, other than the kind of shoddy gameplay with a lot of it, I read that some of the narrative elements primarily, even with your own um, dislikes of it, I read that it wasn't that great, which kind of sucked. Um, just because I always thought that when you have a game like this, and this is true for Bethesda too, even though recently they really haven't been doing that great with their own story, um, you know, as long as the story is pretty good and it's engaging and it's something that you actively want to keep doing, um, and interacting with, then I could look past a lot of that. I could look past the bugs, I could look past some of the gameplay errors, I can look past missions bugging out, and that's a real pain in the ass, but it, it'll still influence me to keep, it'll still inspire me, motivate me to keep going, yeah. but from what I've seen so far, without reading too much into it, because I also don't want to be spoiled for it, I, it just sounds so far pretty par for course. Yeah. Um, I haven't heard of anybody's experience of saying, wow, you know, this is a must-play for its story if anything it's just yeah if you like the the world if you like this kind of game if you like just having a futuristic post-apocalyptic kind of cyberpunky game then this is for you but make no mistake it, it's just a moderately good game you know it's nothing mind-blowing it's not changing the no. landscape of anything it's just a, it's just a good game for what it is and i think in in itself that probably will disappoint a lot of people i think a lot of people um, had like I did not have the expectations a lot of people had of this game. I didn't have the expectations as time went on, just because... It's been five years? After a while, you could see the writing on the wall. Um, especially just with games that have been in development for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just you just know at that point. I mean, say, you take The Witcher 3, and it was really good. Like, The Witcher 3 still Worth has noting, bugs, make no mistake. It's not like the game's it perfect. It wasn't that way at launch. No, it was not. It was not that way at launch. Absolutely true. And there is, there are still bugs here, which is why I'm not going to vilify the game for having bugs. They they have a lot of bugs, and it's pretty fucking bad in a lot of cases from what I've read and from what I've seen, but yeah, bugs are bugs. So, okay. Here's a- and it'll be patched down again. You know, you wait like two months or so, you're going to have a lot of the, the core game-breaking ones gone. So, great. But I don't know. I think when you look at... My direct comparisons for games like these is that people are very quick to say, you know, for what it is, it's good enough. And I would agree, but this was not a game that I don't think should have released on current-gen consoles, no. like the PS4 and the Xbox One. I The fact that they do not have next-gen versions just yet with this is pretty bad. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's pretty fucking dumb, but they probably should have just released this on PC, called it a day came out their next-gen compatibility versions of the, it, and then maybe not released it on the current-gen consoles, because from what I've seen on those, much. it's just ass. Yeah, the buzz on this was it, too it's much, just, It's just a lot. It was too much to just do a PC release. It, it, they would have never done it anyway. Exactly. It's just... I know a lot of... I, that's what I'm saying, though. I can understand why... Here's a weird uh, thing. People are just vastly disappointed and even kind of pissed off with it, because you know what? This was a game that was supposed to ship on the current-gen. That's what it was sold to be. Yeah. And there's not a snowball's chance in hell that it even looked presentable for it. It, it just looks bad. And uh, you could say, yeah, you know, maybe it was just ready for next gen or not. But I look at games like Red Dead Redemption or even The Last of Us 2. And those are blatantly like the antithesis of what you're seeing. And yeah, you could say it's open world. Sure. But Red Dead was. Um, and that game looks fucking beautiful. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm of two minds of it. Uh, here's a weird thing it looks like c project red has a like a launcher now yeah yeah wait what another well, one 
like I didn't realize they had one. I guess like another launcher. I don't want one. Like of those. yeah, when you launch it, uh, Cyberpunk from Steam, it launches a window from which you can launch Cyberpunk, The Witcher Three, or Gwent. No, didn't Rockstar also have a they do. launcher too? <sighs> Rockstar has a launcher. Total War has a launcher. Why is everybody making launchers? Uh, no, just chill. Man. I pick one client out of the game. Just let me play it. I don't want to look and say, "Oh yeah, you're right. I want to play The Witcher 3." Thanks. Yeah, that's, that's a, sorry. Like, oh fuck! You're right. I should be playing Gwent right now. Anytime I load it up, we'll say like Total War. They're like, "Are you sure you wanted to play Three Kingdoms? What about Warhammer?" I'm like, "Wow, wow thanks. I really didn't think about really that." That's a really good point. Yeah, that's a really great point. Let me just go load that up. Uh, Ugh, I, I, too many launchers. Too, too many much launchers. layers between it all. You been playing anything of note? Um, honestly. No, just because I watched, I was curious enough to just watch Cyberpunk. Mm-hmm. I've been playing Demon Souls still. There's no updates there at all. But I wasn't expecting them at this point. Nah, yeah, but um, no, just I, I've honestly watched more Cyberpunk than anything else, and it's just a vastly interesting. I'm always so interested at the fallout of launches like this because. You get the good, the bad, and the really fucking bad. And there have been so many stories that have spun out of this, bef- uh, like, already. Um, that you honestly can't make heads or tails of this at times. And it's just such a circus. And I just like absorbing all of it. Because it's just, to me, it, it's it's so interesting. Yeah. Um, like, management, for those who don't even know, it's like, this was a pretty bad buggy launch. But it's the second biggest retail launch of the year. Of course, because it's one of the most anticipated games of the decade. Um, but management has even messaged the dev team internally through email came out, and they said that they apologized that they had to push it out because they had to. The game is not ready yeah. at all. It was still in the still in that uh the cooker, the crock the pot, ready, and it yeah. wasn't ready to come out. Meat's not soft and um, tender yet. No, it's not. It's pretty rough. And again, you have a lot of different compatibility issues with a lot of the consoles that are there. If you have it on PC, chances are you're going to have a decent time, but at first the bugs are pretty funny and charming and you're thinking, oh fuck, it's just a bug. Oh, it's like Bethesda, but then I started reading more of it where people, like even I read Jeff Gertzman was saying, listen, you know, after you have a mission, just bug out for the 10th time or something, and you have to reload the whole thing. It, it makes you lose your yeah, fucking like mind fucking it just gets you very frustrated uh, you don't want to touch it again if i had a big quest that just bugged out at the end of it i wouldn't want to finish it the division 2 used to do that all the time in the beginning and i was just completely done with that game after a while it took a hiatus i can only imagine if i did the same thing here and it just kill it for me yeah it's a damn shame um I, yeah I, I, but it's it's one maybe to give a little bit tar- more time in the oven if you can um i'm gonna keep plugging away uh Especially. Yeah, no, I I have no doubts that it's a pretty damn good game. There's a good game in there. Also, it's just it's it's behind a lot of uh, a lot of I, dirt I, that you gotta I, wipe off. I don't know if I mentioned this. Um, one of my suspicions on the weird structure of the side quest stuff, because uh, it's a lot of like characters and windows popping up, like people you've never met before, being like, "Do this thing for me. Do this thing for me." We we hey know there. there's a multiplayer coming. So, yeah. I completely even forgot about that. I, yeah. I forgot that was even a I thing. I think it's all going to implement into that drag and drop of quest type stuff for multiplayer. I, I think that's what it is. Oh, God. But not all... At this point, just leave not, it out. Just get it out. No, no. Man. That's going to be like a separate thing. Like, there's no, no timetable on that. Um, uh, so, like, some of that stuff is stronger. Like, I just did a quest before we got on here uh, where, like, there's this cab, like, uh, basically AI-driven cab company. 
Um, mm-hmm. and you, in the first act, you get to know the the guy who runs it, and he basically has a bunch of cabs that have gone rogue, and you have to go and look for one of the, some of them. And all of mm-hmm. them have like deficient AIs that like one of them was too scared to come back, so I had to drive it manually back. Um, and the one I just found had gone into like rage mode and was just like mowing down pedestrians. And every time you get too close to it, the AI's face, which is of the guy who created the cab company, would appear at a window next to me with a red background and just go, Beep, beep, motherfucker! And just try and hit me. And I thought that was really enjoyable. And I thought that, that was probably the best. I thought that I've was the best so written far. dialogue so far. How are the um the graphics for you? Uh, I don't even think I asked you that. How does it even it look? Good. Here's a weird thing. Um... It started me with, like, everything on medium, and I was getting some pretty rough uh-huh. frames. Then I turned everything up to ultra, and I'm hitting, like, 140 now. Really? Uh, the only time I see significant slowdown, and you probably saw this, uh, people talking about this elsewhere, mirrors make this game lose its fucking mind. Like, you can't look in like, the mirror and it'll freak it out? If you look in a mirror, your frame rate will drop. My frame rate will drop from, like, 140 to 40. Get the hell out of here, yeah. really? Damn. That's weird. Uh, granted, when I say mirrors, I don't mean like I'm walking by a reflective surface. Like, mirrors are a thing you have to turn on in this game. Oh, so they're actually, like, a yeah, system to a si- use in some but case. But it's such a weird... Like, I turned mirror quality to low. Oh, there's a specific yeah. setting for that. Um, Good. I don't... Well, what, is the mirrors do- what do the mirrors do? Like, what's the like purpose of it? like to look at it? your character. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, Just like real mirrors. Uh, speaking of looking at your character, here's another weird thing I hope they add. Uh, like, the character customization is deep enough when you start. There's no mm-hmm. barbers or anything. And for a game that that's really? so about, like, augmenting yourself, like, you... Maybe you didn't find No, no, they're yet. not in there. I've checked. And I've checked online. Really? Yet. There's no way to change your hairstyle or, like, your eyes or anything, like, in-game, in which feels like it would totally be a thing in this world. Well, it should be. I mean, everything is supposed to be interchangeable. Yeah, so... You're in a world of so, dude, now just I'm, constant I'm enhancements. Now I'm locked into uh, my blue, neon blue fade and my big red anime eyes. Well, it sounds like it sounds like you were asking for this, yeah. I'm going to be honest with you. I can't, I can't even take pity my, on my, you here. It sounds like you were just jumping my in. My big red anime eyes. But I will say, though, there have been times where I've just made a character look ridiculous with the expectation that I can change it later. I, just because if you have any customization in game, chances are you yeah. could. I mean, I think even the Witcher, Witcher had, had customization where you can change it over time. The Witcher had barbers. Yeah, Witcher had barbers. Fallout had barbers. Um, also, though, but, like, I mean, I made my character look ridiculous, but the right kind of ridiculous for this world. Do they tell you at the end of your customization that you can't change it? Not in a way that would make you think there's no, like, hairstyling. Like, uh, that's something I would expect from a game like this. Because usually, you know what I mean, there are some games that just tell I, you, hey, re- once you do this, you can't change it. Not that it I remember. Interesting. What a bunch of weird choices it's strange. these guys made. I bet you stuff like kind that of. works itself in eventually. I was actually pretty disappointed. I know I'm sounding like disappointed I didn't even own the, the game, which is totally fair. But I was actually pretty disappointed to see how lackluster the customization really was. It's not a, like, I didn't really mess with, not everything has a slider. There's like 40 choices. From what I can tell, Demon Souls has a better customization menu than this it's game. Very well and mind- that to me is mind-blowing. Like, I, it's my, that, that, that boggles it was fine me sometimes. For me. I'm also not a guy who spends like three hours in the character creator. Um, no, me, me neither. It's just, um, I know that one of the main things that, they were promoting was, yeah. when they were kind of talking about this game and the news outlets was how 
you could customize your character. It's only like four dicks. Um, yeah, they're like, yo, you could uh, alter your dick size, you could uh, alter your vagina size. Don't worry about it. You know, whatever. Sex positive, all that good. But little did you know that that is the only thing that really could be altered in such a way that's I don't know drastic. Everything else just seemed pretty vanilla on the surface. For the record, Cyberpunk's idea of sex positive is just like there's dicks everywhere. Yeah, I I always find that whenever devs of any game medium say like, "Hey, we're gonna really make a game that encourages nudity," well, it's just penis. Uh, here's the thing: too, like sometimes it feels a little like eye rolly, but like to be fair, I get the idea of and like you're familiar enough with stuff in this medium to uh, I I think agree with me. Nudity is like a viral part of the idea of cyberpunk because so much of it grapples with the whole like what makes you human and like at what point of like the, it's even less about the sex positivity about just like having the nudity out there and augmenting your body with machine parts and stuff and like what what does it mean to be human it reminds me of um those movies like her blade runner yeah it, it's blade runner it's ghost in the shell it's all of those things yeah they all just take direct influence it just depends though on how it's all determinant on how the game conveys that though because on the surface, it's very easy. Yeah, but like you could just be like, "Yeah, well, alter your dick size," and uh, you could have like those sex scenes that I know that they have in there that are pretty, also pretty graphic in certain and, and terms. As far as uh, I can in tell, certain ways. all this stuff is surface level. Like again, I haven't seen it all. Yeah. Like, I, I'm actually finding myself falling on the opposite with Keanu's character. A lot of people I feel like are like, "Johnny seems like he's just a dick," and I'm like, "He is. That's the point." Like, I mean, that's the character. Yeah, that's his entire character. Is like you basically feel his emotions at one point and V literally says I hated everyone I mean that's his character yeah. what are you gonna do at that point he, uh, hearing Keanu I really feel like Johnny's not getting his redemption arc yet it's like he's not going he's, to yeah he uh this is 53 years into the future he does talk about his massive cock ah wow well I see the character arc is <laughs> yeah, already developing yeah, I, his turn. His turnarounds really are to, coming to be around fair, here. His profession was listed as rock star slash terrorist. I mean, that's fair. I, I don't know, but um, for those of you who are still on the fence, actually, no, you'd probably know if you were gonna get the game yeah, or not at I, this I think point. If you haven't. Got to be real with you. It's just it one of yet, those games. You're probably fine with waiting, and if you are, give yeah. it some more time in the oven. Yeah, I, I would. That that would be my recommendation to anybody. And also, if you do have a current gen, I don't know. I would wait. I would wait a little bit for that, too, because I have not seen... Out of the things that I've read that are not good about it, the things that are good about it do not tie back to a PS4 or a uh, Xbox no. One. It, it just doesn't. They always go back to the computer or, oh, okay, I'm running this on my PS5 or my Xbox Series X, and uh, it's running pretty okay on my side. But if you don't, I would kind of sit on that To be just fair, I've seen bit, some images of the hype. Series X version next to the PC version, and boy, am I glad I'm on PC. <laughs> It looks like ass. It, it, I don't understand. I genuinely just don't get it. I just don't get it. Um, it some of it's mind-boggling. Again, you look at games... People have said, and I, I, this is actually a good app comparison since we're talking about CD Projekt Red anyway. The, the, I would love the, a good app the comparison. The difference is The Witcher 3 on PC versus The Witcher 3 on Switch. Which is, again, absurd. That's absurd! Um... I am I am very well aware 
of how long it takes to make games and how they're very intricate. Again, I always have to just point to you have games in this space like Red Dead. Okay, and sure, that may not be a fair comparison. Maybe. But, fuck, man. You look at that on current-gen consoles, there, there's no excuse for that kind of no. crap. It just looks, just does not look but good. Look. It just does not... It looks like it's Skyrim in certain ways from what I've seen, and that is even really bad. Yeah. It, it's it's rough in spots. It's questionable. But I'm having fun um, punching deck. But as long as... Yeah, as long as... Honestly, that's all that matters. If people look past all that, you don't need to have the biggest 4K res unless you did buy... I remember when people were buying the 3080s, the graphics cards. They were in a mad rush for that because they were like, yeah, I want to get my PC prepped for Cyberpunk. And even then, it does not look I'm on that a 1080, great. Baby. We're doing fine. I know that. You and me both, we'll toast to that. I mean, it's so. I feel for people, but as long as you're having fun with it, I mean, that's what matters. It's just, I hope that over the next two months, they really have to push it to just patch it yep. up because they really have no choice for it. It's. It's just a buggy game. Uh, and I will say um, good on CD Projekt Red. Um, they had initially promised their dev team bonuses based on how the game was reviewed. They have now said they're giving mm-hmm. out those bonuses regardless. Yeah, which was pretty cool of them after grueling months and months and years of work. Yeah, so that I think but that that is at least a there's move. a good there's a nice little present at the end of all yeah, that. Yeah, because that team is for like. It, Regardless of whether stuff's rough, that team is, I have no doubt that team was busting. Oh, they're their busting their yeah. hump. Yeah, it's like, nobody ever, nobody ever does anything maliciously for God's sake. It's not like people are like, well, let's I release think, the broken game, uh, fuck well, I mean, it, the, and it, they're not gonna do that. The difference is, I feel like that's the way when people hear us talk about shit like that. It's like everybody just wants to slam on the game. These people worked hard. I'm like, I'm not discrediting the fucking work these people did. Like, <laughs> well, that's why I could talk about it for 40 minutes and just be like, oh, this and that and that. I've literally talked for 40 minutes or contributed to a conversation to a game I have not purchased. I'm pretty well aware of that. However, um, this does just tie back to poor management. That's all. Yeah. And it's not like, it's no fault. It's no fault of the devs. It's just the way that it's been run. Games like it happens all the time in game for games like these. Look at Duke Nukem Forever. Look at uh, look at the spa- aliens Colonel. What was it? Space Marines. Oh, whatever it was. Well, uh, that, that almost seems like a weird. A weird I mean, that, that has a lot more shit to it than it is. We, we I'm just saying. Look at a lot of other games that have just been managed that, to that shit, thing, thing and they just end up being broken messes. I remember the thing with Space Marines um, from like a few years back, right? What? Where somebody was playing in the code for Space Marines, and they found yeah. that there was a typo in the AI for the alien. And they fixed it, and now the AI is much better, and the game is, like, very different. Literally a single yeah. bug. That's ins- It's insane. But, again, it's, it's, it's always that kind of area where I do feel for the dev team, too, where if you're going to threaten people for this shit, you're an idiot. Come on. Take some personal it's, stock you're, in your you're life. You're bro. Yeah, you're, you're literally sad. Take some stock here. I don't even care how hyped you were for it. Chill. It's just... Yeah, yeah it's a buggy fucking mess. What are you going to do? Um... Hey, good do that. Yeah, well, we'll keep on. Still made some we'll bank. Shugging. Uh, oh, yeah. Very light release radar, so I'll drop through that real quick. Yeah, give, give uh, me that. Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend comes to Switch on the 15th. GTA Online, uh, the KO Perico Heist. There's a GTA Online <laughs> update on the 15th. Um, MXGP 2020 comes to PC, PS4, Xbox One, December 16th. PUBG Season 10 hits. It'll be on everything by December 17th. I'm so surprised, but at the same time, I'm not at how successful GTA Online continues to be. I am not. I'm disappointed, but not surprised. Yeah, I 
I mean, why would you say disappointment? I don't know. I just, uh, not disappointed. You just want more GTA I, of like I, a mainline yeah, game? Yeah, like that's what I'm more interested so in. So for now, that that uh that box yeah, is, is never going to be closed again. Forget it. The money's here. Um Beyond that, the the PUBG thing reminded me of something I wanted to bring up and we were going to talk about Game Awards announcements anyway. Yeah, um, we forgot to even talk about it last week. Well, it hadn't happened yet. No, but oh, we, predictions, know, yeah. I just mean in the general. The funny part is I don't even care about the awards themselves. <laughs> like, yeah, me neither. The Last of Us 2 won a bunch of stuff. Uh, the One of the games that got a trailer was the Callisto Protocol, which yes. is a spiritual successor to Dead Space. Now, why yes. am I bringing this up with PUBG? Because PC Gamer <laughs> got a news drop today, an exclusive, <laughs> in which they were informed that the Callisto Protocol takes place in the PUBG universe. The second I read that, I just stopped. <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> I, uh... To what end? I, I literally had never felt... I, I hate feeling the roller coaster of hype and then disappointment all in one swing because the second I read, oh, it's by the same like spiritual successor to Dead Space Night Universe, I was like, <gasps> and then it went, oh, but it's also in the PUBG universe. I went, yeah, what? no. And it just shot down. I'm like, what? What? Like, who, who is in charge to just say, yeah, we're going to imagine this Dead Space? And everyone goes, oh, yeah, that's a great game. They go, but PUBG. But that's just it, like it, what, it what does that tie into? What is that? In the future of the PUBG universe, I'm like, so is this where you go when you lose a match of PUBG to this space prison? <laughs> to the space prison where there's also just markers everywhere and there's it, aliens and necromorphs. It's, it's, it's totally run fine. by a sentient frying pan. I just I don't know. And the second I even read that, it made it just made so little sense to me that I immediately just nothing. disregarded it, and I'm like, okay, we're done. I just, I, I, I don't even care. I have to be honest. The second I read it, I was like, this is it, dumb. Yeah. I, I don't even know. It might mean nothing. It probably does mean I. It could either be one of two things. One, that it's just so negligible in terms of story that nobody just gives a fuck. It's like one of those little factoids yeah. where they say, hey, it's in this universe. But to, the, why do you even need to yeah. bring that? Like, why? Why? <laughs> why are you putting that on the table? It's weird. It's very <laughs> just, fucking weird. Just, just make something up. Is your creativity that barren that you gotta be like, oh, let's take this Battle Royale universe instead. Like, here. Let's just put it in Fortnite. Isaac Clark, also in Fortnite. Why not? It's fucking... It's wild it's to me, but... It's weird. Um, whatever. Another Other weird announcements. Uh, the Past and the Furious. Uh, I, I'm, I'm ready for that. Arc 2 with Vin Diesel. Here's where my confusion comes in. Is this like a narrative-focused arc now? I, I don't know. With these type, I, look, I gotta be real. It looks like it. This always happens. This always happens with these games. I swear to God, it's like you take a game like Ark. It's just a survival game, like Rust or anything else, but it had dinos and all this other shit. And then it gets big, and now you gotta make this universe around it for whatever reason. Yeah. Everybody always does the same shit. They're like, "How can we monetize this more?" And they say, "Let's make it bigger." And they always just put some story in there, shoehorn something. Yeah, and they then, make an anime then, about um, it. One of the devs, when he goes, I got an idea. And he goes, what is Ark all about? And they're like, survival, dinosaurs, weapons. And he goes, family. And he cracks open a Corona. And then Vin Diesel walks in. Exactly. With his uh, regal bone necklace and crown. He just cracks a Corona, takes a lime, and just puts it in. 
cuts it with his stone shiv. It's, just, it's absurd. But I'm kind of down with that because if anybody is a part of anything that should be ridiculous, it should be yeah, Vin 100%. Diesel. The guy's just that. He, he loves that shit. I know he does. Um, the Game Awards did happen, though. Were they good? Well, fine. it depends on your terms of definition of good, but uh, in rel- in terms relative to the Game Awards as they are every year, yeah, it was okay. Eddie Vedder was there. Eddie it was Vedder. weird. Yeah. And, um... You know, you know, with that... He... They talk about... Okay, for anybody who doesn't know... For anybody who doesn't know Eddie Vedder, he's he's one of the lead vocalists and guitarists for Pearl Jam. And if you don't know Pearl Jam, I can't help you. Just look them up. They're really popular. Or they were really yeah. popular back in the day. Um, Last of Us 2 had Joel singing a song with Pearl Jam. Yeah. Troy Baker comes out, talks about how he sang the song. The song from Pearl Jam. Um, I thought it was really funny because Troy Baker's going about and talking about how much this song was so important. Uh... Not just for the narrative structure of the story, which, okay, fine, but because of how important it was to Neil. And I was thinking about that for a moment, and I was thinking, why wouldn't you be more astounded by the fact that you're going to cover a fucking Pearl Jam song, dude? Yeah. I was like, get, get out of here. And then they cut to uh, better, like, in Eddie house. playing the song. And then, yeah, and he's, like, in his fucking basement studio, plays the song on guitar, and then begins to talk about how that song is very impactful for the story between Joel and Eddie. Uh, Ellie, I'm sorry. And then I was thinking, Eddie, you never even played the yeah, fucking game, dude. It, bro. I was like, you don't even know what you're talking about. I was like, let's just cut this oh out, man. Script. Yeah, and I, but that, but in itself, I know I make that sound very negative and pessimistic, that in itself is why sometimes the Game Awards are just so funny to watch. I love that shit. That's that's exactly why I watch it. Because um, you just get ridiculous moments like that where you're thinking, what is happening yeah, here? And you just gotta take it in stride. You just keep rolling. It is some weird fucking uh, shit. I'm trying to pull up this, this tweet. I, yes. Uh... <laughs> Just I now, it, I saved this clip on Twitter so I'd have it handy. I'm going to see if I can get it to play through the mic appropriately. Thanks to the Game Awards, here's a clip of Ralph Macchio saying, Under Night in Birth. Under Night in Birth. Under Night. I, I just. You can't, you can't replicate that no, kind that's of. That's the movie magic. Yeah, you can't replicate those moments anywhere else. Yeah. This, this is the only place where you can get it. Um, for those who didn't know what was nominated. It yeah, doesn't it, matter. It's it, over the it's last all one, like a good just amount. Just a, a bridge to get new trailers. Um, yeah, they showed off Dragon Age Four uh, with no gameplay whatsoever. That was um, expected. And then to really round it all off, Bioware teased a Mass Effect Four with no gameplay whatsoever. They, when I was watching it, I was thinking, okay, I, I was pretty hyped for that because I like, I like, Ma- for- I really do like the Mass Effect universe. Yeah. I do. It's just the, the my immediate second thought was Bioware just needs to stop. They need to stop doing this. Game companies need to stop doing this. Where they just show this trailer for it and just say, coming soon, you're not going to see this game. Five years minimum. For another handful Five of years. Five years minimum. You're just not. Yeah. You're not going to see this game. And that's why I just... It's just padding and fluff. I, and I'm just thinking, God, just don't I fucking don't do that, dude. You're just setting yourself up. To announce things so early. I just want to see some stuff. Like, yeah, sure, it's a part of the magic. You get hyped. It's just like with films, and you're like, oh, it's coming out, baby, and you see it. But I think in the game world, it's detrimental to do that sometimes, because now you're going to be thinking years are going to pass. Look at, we were talking about Breath of the Wild 2 a few casts ago, right? 
You show a little clip about that, it gets you hype, sure. Maybe it's for the shareholders, maybe it's for anybody. But then it just falls off the radar because it's not feasibly coming out yet. So, yeah, yeah, it's cool for a moment. You kind of build up the hype and the momentum, but it's just it's so much along the road. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna think that any, it's gonna look like that. These clips are never okay. representative of the final project. Is the thing. Nah. Um, though, like, if if that clip of Mass Effect is anything to go off, I like the idea of a Mass Effect game that is Shepard's crew without Shepard. Uh, yeah. Like. I, 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 I hope like you're it too. Liara. They had enough I character hope, to carry their I own hope thing. That's what the game is. I hope you're Liara. They have enough. I think they. I think one of the strongest points of Mass Effect was that you had an entire crew and cast of characters that could carry their own narratives and if that, they that, had to outside that's of Shepard. That's what part of sure. made Andromeda not land is like on top of it being kind of a mess. Like there was no familiarity there. Like you didn't. You didn't get the same kind of camaraderie between anybody. Nor did you get the same kind of connection with the characters. You just, I. I could have. I could literally just give a fuck half the time that I was just going through There was no Morton Solis there. Morton Solis no. is in the background of that trailer. I zoomed in. I saw. <laughs> I saw it in the pixels. I, I'm always... I, on the surface, I always feel like I'm being very negative Nancy with a lot of this. And it's like, you just can't appreciate... It's because I've been burned so many times with these. I'm so ambivalent to just watching it because I'm just being cautious. It, it's like, I'm not going to bother but, getting hyped for this just yet. I want to see where this totally. can go um if you want to um talk about stuff that is coming out uh, i forgot we somehow skimped over this from early in the show sephiroth is coming to smash on december 23rd oh good and mario is dead yeah that hell of an image i don't want anybody to tell me different you're gonna say oh no he missed no i saw it i saw it he's, he's dead. dead yeah what you saw was a dream sequence of well, no, mario I having post death after that yeah, that's it. And you can show me anything else, and you can say, look, Eric, proof is in the pudding. I'm going to say, you Photoshop that. You're, sure. you're a liar, and I don't believe you. Uh, I really wish Nintendo just went full bore in those trailers and just killed him. I, they killed I, Luigi in the Castlevania, in the trailer for Simon. They did. Luigi is dead. This mm-hmm. is true. Um, I just love when they do that. It's so funny to me. It's like if you threw a Luigi or Mario in the Metroid universe like they did with Ridley. You just put them on a yeah. ship. They couldn't survive no, out there. It's, it's not over. for them. Uh, no, <laughs> this world is just not for you. You couldn't. You're really not built for, for it. That uh, shirtless Sephiroth variant amiibo. Yes, uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Cloud probably just thinks I can never escape this and man for the rest Mario of my life. Just thinks uh, you clean your laundry on those abs. Washboard. Yeah. Just get all those stains right out. <laughs> I, I think that's. I love. Smash is so fun. Absolutely. I have to say. That Sakurai deserves a fucking medal with his team. Because nobody else is doing this kind of thing. You're never going to get this again with this kind of uh, variation of characters. You just won't. It, it's, it, this is the closest that you're going to get to all generation com- uh, cross-gen as you can be I, at this point. Because you have so many different titles and different franchises and series that are just leaking through this thing and crossing paths. And... Uh, it's only going to get crazier because I know that one of the biggest things that people thought the Fortnite character was going to be in there yeah. too. So y- y- it's truly anything yeah. goes. I There's can't no even rules. determine what's going to happen anymore because it's the floodgates are open. They've been open for over a year and it's literally just kind of fun to watch because I have no idea who yeah, can no, be at this point. It can always just be somebody. This was I was expecting, but this is what made me buy the fighter pass I had not purchased yet. Uh, yeah, honestly, I would buy it. Because the first two, I, they just were okay. Yeah, like they, Minecraft, they, they, just, they didn't do anything for me personally to make me want to like jump yeah. on buying this fighter pass. I was like, I'll wait till it's a further along. It's who's in it. 
Um, I did enjoy There's been a bunch of comics about it floating around. I did see one, though, where it was, like, the typical Smash reaction of, like, oh, great, another anime sword boy. But she's like, no, no, you, you kids don't understand. This is the anime sword boy. Yeah, this is the guy. <laughs> For those who even may be disappointed... Trust me, you really shouldn't be. This is the also, guy. he looks like his kit has some potential in terms of just, like, reach and stuff. Uh, because This man is notorious for committing murder before murder in video and games just was having cool. a giggle. Or shocking. A giggle about it. Yeah, literally did it out of spite. And you know what? That was before, at the time, when deaths were going on in video games, where you're just thinking, oh, okay. This, this was it. You know what set him off? He read a book that told him he was better than everybody. Yeah. Literally. And he believed it. Reading is dangerous, kids. Um, which is very similar with no spoilers attached. Very similar to Cloud's story. He believed he believed, something. He believed, um, he believed a lie. So, in general, though, Last of Us did win Game of the Year, though, at yes. the Game Awards. It won for Best Narrative, Game of the Year in general. Uh, won for uh, Best Voice Actor in Laura Bailey for Portrayal of Abby. It won for Best Audio Design, Best Action Adventure Game, etc., etc., etc. Just one of the ones lot. I do want to highlight, though. It won for Accessibility. The accessibility options in that game are par-fucking-none amazing yeah uh, yeah they are i know that even when the game launched immediately everybody was even just playing around with the settings and saying i'm surprised that you even did the, that and we're talking about devs it, they didn't even think I to do those for a lot of dev teams while talking to somebody during the game awards uh the accessibility options in the last of us 2 are so good a blind person was able to beat the game using the audio cue stuff in there yep it, that that to me is probably the best award that they gave um, just because it puts spotlights on it, and I hope that over time they continue to just make games more stuff, accessible. Yeah, There's still, like that it, it's always going to be one of those hurdles. Yeah, it will be. I think it will be honestly over time when you when you just keep committing and putting spotlights on games who have done it. Um, best ongoing game, honestly, that surprised me was No Man's Sky. It clearly surprised. I even think Sean. Mer Sean I even think Sean Murphy yeah, was fucking surprised. Surprised him too. <laughs> Because he was just swigging down a drink when he was like, oh, like, oh shit. fuck, um, was that tonight? <laughs> Ghost of Tsushima won Best Art Direction, which, which I, was great. Personally, I think Hades deserved it, but... I... Uh, in, I kind of dug it. No, no, kinda no, dug I'm, I'm not talking... I um, mean, like, in terms of those AAA juggernauts, though, like, Ghost of Tsushima is a cut above. Uh -oh. Like, in terms... That game's fucking beautiful, and the, the nicest thing I can say about it is a game that could have very easily been any other generic-looking AAA game found ways to make itself pop yeah hades did win best action game and uh, best indie game yeah so honestly i'll take totally. it that game deserved it um just such a great 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 game again very cheap if i think it's like 25 dollars, just go buy it I'll, I'll never tell you not to buy it even if you hate roguelikes i don't care hades just go buy good. it um final fantasy 7 remake winning for best rpg did surprise me I genuinely thought it was going to be either Yakuza or Persona 5 I think, Royal. Uh, yeah, um, but then again, the when I thought about it, I was thinking that was one of the most anticipated RPGs ever it also won, for a remake. Um, so I, I also was not surprised. It also surprised. won soundtrack, uh, which I think it definitely deserves. Like, go it back absolutely and deserves listen that. to the hours and hours of fucking music. Like, they remixed and re... Phenomenal. Phenomenal. The only other game I could have uh, seen taking that... For me, like the the reason to me, Persona shouldn't get it is because most of the tracks on Persona are from Five, which came out the year before. Like, there's only a few new tracks in Royal. I encourage if anybody's just saying like, what, what kind of music Seven got? Listen to Genova from the yeah. remake. That will literally just be everything that you need to 
it's the best. It's literally they really yeah. did it. Um, fantastic, fantastic soundtrack. Um, other thing that was notable to me, at least, um, when it came to just awards, was oh, where'd it go? Uh, Elden Ring was voted the most anticipated game, and they wanted to know why it's most notable because they didn't show as shit. As far as I know, that game doesn't exist. I, I, it, they, I, how can they show a game? How can they give you an award for most anticipated game and literally they show you nothing? Just it. Like, it's the game on that list that we've seen the least of. Yeah, you. we do not... Nobody knows shit besides what had initially been shown and it's a bummer. I kind of... I really wanted to see it. And the fact... and it, I feel like every single time they have some form of game awards or game any event, everybody just wants to see Elden Ring. It's like a betting pool. Who are you gonna see a glimpse of this game and you never? Somewhere at the from office, they just did a spit take. Like, did you not tell them we canceled that? Yeah, it's literally. We were even. It's like, what were we even talking about with uh? Oh, I know we were making a joke last time where somebody says something on the air and they're like, you're not supposed to say that. It's just like with Elden Ring. It's go most anticipated game, Elden Ring. It's like, who even fucking submitted us for that? Like, what are you doing? Just stop. Cut we don't have don't anything. Have a game. It's been, we don't it have anything yet. It's just a concept. It's not real it yet. Joke, and this George been, still hasn't even finished his books. It's over. It was a joke, and now it's been going on too long for me to say something. Uh, Phasmophobia winning best um, debut indie game. That was pretty totally. cool. Just because it literally, I think it's two people. Yeah. At the time when they made it, that's pretty fucking cool. Very cool. Um, Congrats to those two. And it's people. really popular. Yeah. Uh, best strategy game going to Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, that oh, was also okay. great. Here, here's my main problem with that is I don't understand why we are pairing strategy and sim as one category. Hey, well, listen. You know what? What else would they have voted for? Could it have been Crusader Kings Three, which got a lot of good buzz? Could it have been Gears Tactics, here's which also thing. got some good Flight buzz? Flight Simulator is fantastic. Strategy and sim should be different categories. Well, it's like, um... What do they have in the movie? With the movies, what do they have with those awards? Best comedic they, uh, performance in a sports film. Yeah. <laughs> Best comedic performance in a sports film. Um, Adam Sandler in The Waterboy. And everyone just starts clapping. Um... No, they they do they blend some awards, I know, with the uh, Oscars, yeah. too. I don't know if it, it's not with foreign film, it's with another one, but, um... They also do something like that. I don't know why they do that, but whatever. Um, I, I just thought Flight Simulator being Best a great game. Best horror comedy film yeah. goes to. Yeah, I just I, I just want the game to win for what it's supposed to be. You can't call it. I mean, you yeah. could say you strategize, I, but I don't fuck, think man, it doesn't deserve an award. I just think it should have gotten the Sim Award, and then the Strategy Award should have been a different thing. Should have gotten the Best Family Game Award for the sure. Best Family Game. I think it got snubbed. Cyberpunk 2077. I really thought. Uh, I'm I'm surprised at how little Animal Crossing won, yeah. or even was nominated in certain categories. I still also feel that Fallen Order still got snubbed yeah. for some of these. Didn't it get something though? Uh, it just didn't have a chance at the time that it was yeah. released. I'm wondering next time will Cyberpunk even win some of these by the time it's in the state that it's in? Who's I don't to know. Say? Who's to say? Who's exactly? Who's to uh, say? No. I did read a very lengthy conversation. I don't know why I wasted my time doing this, as I always say when I read anything that has no pertinence on any real world. Like this morning on the there toilet, I read the entire first Harry Potter. Book. I literally spent like me. I'm not I even. It, I was on the toilet. You're you're scary close. Uh, I was on the toilet, and, and it was the second uh, Harry I read Potter for about book. ten minutes 
why somebody actually tried to make a case for why Doom Eternal should have won Game of the Year. And I, I know, I know, and I know we talked about we talk about this at least once every other cast. I'll just be brief. No, yeah, that's, that's it. it bro. No, that's it should it, not have. Get your head out of your ass. Come on. That's the whole. Get get at. No. I get it. It's a good game. You had fun with it. You love your Doom, but even even I did not go back to our Last of Us cast. I'll be the first to tell you this was not my favorite game at all, by far. It was like, and, and I knew it was gonna. That's win. the thing. Like, it, it's not even as good. Like, I really like Doom 2016. I don't think this is anywhere near as good as Doom 2016. No, and it's just not on the scale. You know, you guys should be playing The Last of Us. Ukulele and the Impossible Layers on Game Pass. That's a fantastic game. Fantastic. You want to know what I was really pissed off that I missed the boat on, even though now I guess I have it? It's when it came out on Switch and it was really cheap when you got it. Oh, it was free. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. There not, you go. The on, cheap. I'm sorry. Switch. I got it free on Epic. It was free on Christmas Day on Did Epic. Did I miss the boat then? I could have yeah. swore. There were, two se- there were two things then. There was one with Epic where it was blatantly it just was free. free on Christmas Day. And on the Switch... I don't know when it happened earlier it like, this year, but it was cheap. It was dirt like 15 cheap. bucks for like 24 hours. Literally. And I missed the boat immediately because I think it sold out or something. It just, it was dirt I, cheap. I think you're and right, but I, it's a great I game, got it though. when it was free on PC for 24 hours. Great little cute game that uh, is a good platform. It's just very, it's it's the most Donkey Kong Country platformer that they have released recently. Hell yes, it is. I, I um, And the music's great. I just saw an ad for the Orville's Animal Farm game, but I forgot. <laughs> it's $10. Part of me wants... Dude, I I always is. think it every time we even do this and go to record. I think of two games: Sex with Stalin and now Orville's Animal well, Farm. I always think of like that one standout game that we bro, point it, out, and we're thinking, "What it's the $9 fuck?" Nine dollars on Steam, and part of me wants to buy it just to see what it is. I have a feeling after you buy it, you're gonna come to me. You're gonna say I'm woke. And we're like, oh, no, <laughs> yo, no, no. You ever read this thing? <laughs> You ever read? Yo, you ever read Orville's okay, Animal okay. Farm? What if we're the animal? Right now, I'm like, oh, I, no, 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 no. I'm. Oh, this is perplexing. You know when you're on Steam page oh. and it gives you like an is this game relevant to you and it tells you similar games you've played? Mm-hmm. The two similar games I've played to Orwell's Animal Farm are Pyre and Persona 4 Golden. I um I don't believe <laughs> that. <laughs> Nor do I. Now, I'm not in the business of calling people liars without some proof here, but uh I don't believe that. I think something's going on with the algorithm. Uh yeah. I think it's being influenced to just show you what you want to say. Maybe because if that's the case, that game sounds dope. <laughs> um, one game. What was it? Hold on. The Game Award Games, 2020 game previews. There was one game that I really liked. It was an indie-looking game. Season. That looked like a lot of fun. Oh, is that the one with the kid on, kid it's on the bike? It's called Season. It looked really good. Is that the one? Um, let me see if I can get a uh. It's I'm by, it let's see, Scavenger Studio. I would encourage that you just look up the trailer. It just looked like a yes, fun... Yes, yes, it is that, that. It looked like a Breath of the Wild-esque kind of journey exploration game that just looked really fun. I haven't fun. started it yet, but I bought a game that was in that was launched during the pre-show. Um, a platformer called Shady Part of Me that does... I, I saw of, that yeah, too. I, I, it's on sale because of the Game Award sale for like $13. Um, I bought mm-hmm. it and I... Uh, I plan to to get into that at some point this week because yeah, it looks like I have a really good to, platformer that does that link between worlds thing with the shadow stuff, which I love. I love when games just get creative like that. Um, but yeah, I, I have to say, out of my most anticipated, that's why I always love watching the game awards because I don't even most of the time I don't really care too much about the ones that are being nominated that are just really yeah. on the on the block for being popular. 
I, there's always one standout game. This one was it. I, I'm really hyped for this game just because it looks really beautiful. It looks like one of those chill walking kind of simulator games with a good story yeah. to it. And I really dig the art style. So if you have no idea what the hell I'm talking about, I encourage you to go watch the trailer. It looks really, yeah. really cool. Um, and I think it's going to win a lot of awards totally. next year. Uh, but it is a PS5 exclusive. So hopefully um, I have a PS5 by then. This is... I gotta be I gotta be real with you. This is kind of why... I don't mind... I don't mind exclusivity here. You get, you get some good shit. Hope I... Uh, hope I hope. Depending on what kind of studios are behind you. Perfect Dark was revealed too before oh, right. I forget. Gotta be honest. I'm beyond it, but I'm kind of hyped for it I think it, it hardly matters that it's Perfect Dark, but we'll see what they do. Yeah, it just... I'm. It's so... I think there comes a time unless you have... Unless you grew up when that game... Because I was too young, honestly, to even we got know to what was happening. Fact, yeah. But... Because I think Perfect Perfect Dark had two moments where it was on the N64. That's the first one. Then they came out the 360 one. Um, I forgot which game that was called, but it was Perfect Dark something. I think that was a launch title for 360, maybe. I think it was Zero. Um, but... Yeah, Perfect Dark Zero. There you go. Came out on the 360. Everyone's thinking, oh shit, it's Perfect Dark again. It was, it was okay. Fell, fell back into uh, the abyss. And now Perfect Dark's back, baby. Is that a bet you thought we forgot? But we didn't. But we didn't because we know that you wanted it. And I was thinking, all right, I didn't ask for well, it. I'll take it. Let's do it. People are hyped for it. Um, so there, there, there's a couple of cool things coming out. But once again, as always, the Game Awards has come and gone. Um, it's always as ridiculous as I hope it is. I, I, did you see the Fallout 76 trailer? Uh, no. I'm always astounded that this game's alive. I just want it. People like it now. Put put it. I did. It's. It literally has had, the No Man's Sky treatment where, you just keep working on it, and I gotta give props to the team. They did. They made it. I when I saw the trailer, I was thinking this game's not dead yet. Just put it down. But then I did look it up, and yeah, they fixed everything. Out of bad game. Out of bad games. Evil Dead's getting a game because why? Fuck it. Why not? Any excuse to get Bruce Campbell in there? Okay, fine. Um, that's really that's it, really though. It. There's no, there wasn't anything else that really stood out to me. And Mass Effect, Mass Effect. What are you gonna do? Mass Effect is Mass Effect, and you're not gonna it see that for years. Doesn't matter until we see more of it, which is a while. Does not. I would encourage nobody. To, it's fun to get hyped for a brief second. Come back down to Earth, though, and just uh, level those expectations. You are not gonna see Dragon Age or Mass Effect for a very totally. long time. Uh. And uh, but I am hype with you there. Totally. Uh, I mean, beyond that, I, uh, you got any other any other big big stuff you want to cover? Not really. I th- you know. And why don't we no. uh, why, don't, why don't we jack out and uh, hit the streets of Night City? You say jack on? What? What? You just me to jack on? No, 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 no. Get the broom. Housekeeping. What? <laughs> Housekeeping. Um. Okay. Housekeeping. So. Uh. Thank you to Heather Ramos for our wonderful artwork and Ed Baquette for our beautiful intro and outro music. Ask us questions, geckogamespodcast at gmail.com. Eric, when you're not fixing in Club Afterlife and Night City, where can people find you? Um, you can find me just on Twitter, at beautiful underscore Eric, um, where I always post the hottest takes. Awesome. Uh, and you can find me. <laughs> you do, it's true. You can find me on Twitter, at the Rich Meister Zero. And at my other home for reviews, uh, swordchomp.com. But until next time, we will catch you on the next <laughs>